welcome to Press Start Gaming. I am your host, Todd Harden. Oh my God, this is so real to us. Uh, joined, as always, by David Feldman. Greetings. And this is a little special episode. We're just doing a mini little podcast to get some of this E3 news out of the way before, you know, E3 actually starts. Um, no big discussions tonight. Just we're going to discuss two of the things that popped up on our radars over the past couple days. Uh, we'll save the big one that we've all been talking about all day for a little bit later. But uh, first off, they, they announced Watch Dogs 2. I called it. Did I not call it? I mean, it? you absolutely called it. They've been talking like this game. The game sucked. Well, like, I'm not know, wrong. The game sucked. Actually, to be honest with you, um, right now we're doing a uh, at least I am doing a playthrough of Watch Dogs 1 in celebration of Watch Dogs 2 being announced. Um, and Who I would celebrate this. Well, you know what? Shut up. Just let it go. <laughs> Just let it happen. All right, bud. Right, but but seriously, um, Watch Dogs Two started production as soon as Watch Dogs One was released. Um, I'm not surprised. So the the thing about it though is what left the worst taste in everybody's mouth was Watch Dogs One had this gorgeous cinematic. I mean, it was amazing. You look great. It was supposed to be in uh, in house video right. using the gameplay engine and. I mean, you were like this badass hacker with a little phone to connect you to all these things. And it just, I mean, shit looked ridiculously cool. It and did. then people bought the game. And then reality kicked them. And then reality kicked them in the teeth. So funny enough, people in the console world, a.k.a. Uh, mostly me at this point, um, yep. didn't see much of a difference in performance. Uh, mainly because, you know, back then... We the console players expected uh, a graphics drop from the PC to the to the console, so it wasn't right. a big deal that you know everything wasn't as pretty. So we're like, oh, okay, whatever. And we started playing the game, and everything was hunky dory. It was a little glitchy. The game they really updated a lot of the mechanics in terms of uh, car play, or car driving, and stuff like that. Because originally it was god awful. The camera oh, would never, ever, ever show what the car is at that moment in time. So you'd crash into everything, kill a bunch of people, and it was just horrific. Um, but I mean, I've seen your full play. You still do that. It, it's still hard, okay? It's, still yeah, <laughs> it's a lot better, but it's still a lot hard. It's still pretty hard. Right. Um, but, yeah, and um, the thing is, though, on the PC side, that was a completely different story. Yeah, and, and even still. So Jeff, uh, normal host, normal one that does all the fancy talking, um, bought that pretty soon after it came out. I I was dumb. I I pre-ordered the game and I didn't even own the console to play it on yet. Don't don't question it. Um, Jeff bought it and immediately was like, "What happened to this gorgeous game that the trailer showed?" Um, turns out it was very unrealistic to run it like that. So they completely scrapped the aesthetic and it looked completely different. Uh, later, they released a E3 graphics mod. Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. Um, where it basically made it look like the E3 demo. If I remember right, Jeff said he had problems getting it to run smoothly, even though he had at the time, I'm pretty sure, top of the line card. Yeah, he uh, did. Now, the reason why is because uh, it took an enormous amount of graphic power, graphical power. Uh, what people fail to realize is 
when they were doing these demos and they were doing all these things, all this product was on a high-end, um, like, rendering card. Yeah. So the yeah. graphics were on point, and no one really has, like, a $15,000 card in their computer. So when when you sit there and you, you try to play this game on a normal computer, right. uh, it's just not going to happen. I mean, the teraflops between a render card and a normal card is right. astronomical amounts of difference. Guys and gals, let, let us let you in on a little secret. All these PC or even console demos you see during E3, they're usually running on the highest end computers, usually with two graphics cards running or one gigantic card, um, which is not a realistic scenario for most people. Um, if I remember right, Watch Dogs, the original trailer they did discuss later, it was running on a NVIDIA Titan card um, right which even to this day is one thousand dollars right and back then it was probably closer to like six graphics card um it's not realistic even the xbox games back in the day were on pcs and nobody really knew about it until it leaked and then all hell broke loose well, yeah, um, because you saw the. You, did you see the picture yep. of the demo? <laughs> they opened the they opened the booth, and turns out the Xbox One above it was just a dummy. By the way, if you ever walk into a Best Buy or any retail place that sells an Xbox, and you see a demo, and you see an Xbox in a little clear bubble, that's not real. Don't the tell real, them that. The that's to deter. That's to talk about the dub thieves, man. Yeah, the the uh, real Xbox is below it behind a metal door. Um, okay, uh, just a quick disclaimer. Any type of theft that happens at Best Buy, we are not responsible in any way, form, or shape. I don't work for Best Buy. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Watch Dogs 2, though. I, I am hesitantly excited. Hesitantly excited. Did you watch the trailer? Did you watch the, uh, the reveal? I, I literally have it pulled up on my screen. I'll watch it the second we're done recording. I, I'm Like I said, Watch Dogs had so much promise. It had all the promise in the world because I was like, look, they they know how to tell a story. Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell proved that. They they know how to do action. Once again, Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell proved that. They're just throwing it in modern times where hacking is the main thing. I was super excited for it. Like I said, I bought the collector's edition for Xbox One five months before I bought an Xbox one. Like it's that I was that hyped for it. Oh yeah. And then, I mean, it was and a, then I played the game. Yeah. It was kind of like was a spit in the face. Disappointed. Um, driving was terrible. Story was not, I, I it didn't catch me at all. Uh, so Watch Dogs two, I hope to God is good. Um, David, I assume you're going to get it. Oh yeah, absolutely. The main reason why is just because I, I love the subculture that yeah, it, it's portraying. That's kind of what really now. gets me. It, it was able to hook you. It it did what it couldn't do to me. Like I could not s- stick with that story. Like I couldn't. Right. And David, as you might know if you watch our Twitch channel or our YouTube channel, um, is doing a full play of it. <laughs> we already got a copyright strike thanks to Watchdogs. Fuck you, Ubisoft. <laughs> okay, in, in all fairness, it has nothing to do with me playing music in the background that's like my own catalog. No, that's a it, it's thing. literally in game music. So they have like yeah. real music playing in the background from Beach Boys, from Nas, yep. from uh, what Smashing Pumpkins. The first one that caught it. Which um, one? Alkali Trio. Oh, of course, really yeah. Good. And I played that I for that maybe band. 30 seconds without even realizing it. Yep. 
Uh, and, as the person that does most of the uh, YouTube channel work, I, I was uploading and all of a sudden I noticed it was like, this cannot be monetized. And not that we monetize anything right now anyways, but I was like, why? And I look <laughs> and it says, this has four copyright claims. So I was like, ah, shit. Jesus, how fast was that? It didn't even la- It wasn't was even a day. Seconds. Each one was 30 seconds. And it no, it flagged it within an hour of me putting it up. That's ridiculous. YouTube content ID, man, it it's no joke. Well, I get that, but I'm yeah. just saying, man, don't I mean, I understand why they do it, but at the same time it's like we don't have control over it sometimes. It just happens. That's so apparently uh I'll talk to you about this later, Todd, but uh Jeff says there's a solution for us on that one. Oh, uh, okay. Uh other than just don't play music. N- yeah, because I'm sorry, That'd but be boring. uh That'd yeah, be so it's too boring. boring to do it otherwise. <laughs> hey, you can just play license-free music in the background. Ugh. Um hey, that's what our intro theme is, and it's good. And it's good for 30 seconds. That's it's about great it. for 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know about the rest. Um, so you got any final thoughts on Watch Dogs 2? Well, excited? I'm I'm super excited. So I watched the cinematic reveal, which is the teaser trailer, if you will. And then I also the watched the um the I guess you could say the conference, the full video. Yeah. The full video is like something like 15 minutes long. <laughs> and they go into the character itself. They go into some of the new weapons that are available. And, and they actually did a lot of really cool research on this. Um, I, well, I for one, so. they did... This guy is going to be more athletic than Aiden, which is the the first character, the right. main character of Watch Dogs 1. By the way, Watch Dogs 1 story is really freaking dark. Um, <laughs> like, about, like re- niece getting... Kidnapped right, so this guy something? was a, okay. So the the basics of the story is, uh, the, the Aiden is a hacker. He is the foot soldier, if you will, and his partner Damien is the the one who does all the hacking behind the scene scenes in a on a computer. Ah. And Aiden's the basically the foot soldier out doing the real hustle and bustle He's the work, one putting himself at the risk. Right, and and apparently what had happening is they were pulling a job, trying to source crowdsource a bunch of money from everybody around them. And and they were hitting quite a bit of money at that point uh, within seconds. And then all of a sudden there was like a third hacker that came out of nowhere, disrupted oh, everything. And, and long story short, you know, he bailed on them. And so their employer didn't like that apparently and put a hit out on his him and his family. Great. Well, long story short, because of that decision, his niece was killed and that scarred him. And that now he's on basically a revenge path. Right. To uh, to to find his niece's killers, whoever put the order out, and claim vengeance. And long story short, it's a revenge story. Um, you can definitely watch it through my playthrough. Uh, we might do some editing later on where we can do just basically cinematics and major events. Yeah. I'm I'm working on that. I'm looking into it right now. I'm, the copyright thing. Is oh yeah, and and, and and like I said, it's just a it's a long way off at this point because i'm not even close i'm, I'm like act two no, you're, i think you're, there's like act six acts you're a long way away from home oh i know and trust me i i actually beat the game before so right. um but anyway so the second we play destiny right um so the second one uh Watch Dogs 2 we have a brand new character his name is i think miguel Something like that, yeah. Uh, no, it's Marcus. Marcus. Oh, that's right, Marcus. Oh, wow, that was really. At least I had the M part right. You got the M part right, and there are vowels in there. So yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Marcus is the new new uh, character. He's got a pretty interesting background. We'll talk about it later in E3 once they reveal more about Watch Dogs Two. But um, 
anyways, they were showing all the different research they did on it. So Mark is being so much more younger and agile. He's going to be more of a free runner. So parkour. you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see parkour uh, or free running is what most people call it. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see a little bit more of that. So it's going to be a little bit more Assassin's Creedy in a sense where you know he's going to be more athletic. He's going to be able to hop fences, climb things, move around. And what's really cool is they invented this uh, weapon. And they actually gave it to a bunch of real-life parkour uh, enthusiasts. And they watched them use this weapon in real life. And basically all it is, it's like a big marble attached to a long, strong string. And it looks badass. I can't wait to use it. So what you described is a new version of a mace. Essentially a mace on a string. Right. But but you also got to think about it. Uh, It's not intent. Its intent and purpose is not to kill or harm. Right. Uh, well, maybe harm, I guess. But maybe it, harm. <laughs> but it's really to stun and, and uh, damage and put, put someone down temporarily. I can't remember. The first weapon, the main melee weapon in the first game is like a police baton, right? Correct. It is a police yeah. baton. Was- Funny enough, you can find one of those in, like, Academy. Yeah. I'll buy one. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> um. But yeah, so this yeah. one, this one's a little bit less, you know, a it little bit more problems. flashy, a little bit quicker. Um, uh, it's set in San San Francisco, I believe. Yep, sure. It looks like San Francisco by the uh, picture that I got up here. It looks like the Golden Gate Bridge. What yeah, was the so, first city, uh, Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Dead Sex back. Uh, uh, CTOS is back this time in version two. So it looks like they're going to continue on with the basic uh, premise on how the system works and how it's utilized. So I'm pretty excited uh, to see what else they're going to offer. Uh, I hope they do a little bit of cleanup on on this one in terms of gameplay. So I'm excited. Uh, let's hope so. And I I guess I'll wait for the PC release. Hopefully it'll come out day of, but you, you never know. <laughs> All right. So it's time to move on to the big one for us, at the very least, here at Press Start Gaming. Uh, Destiny has unveiled Rise of Iron, which is the new major expansion, uh, basically their new version of the Taken King. Thank God, because I was starting to get stale. Got a little um, bit. Yeah. Um, David, what are your thoughts on it, man? Because I'm, I'm ready. Like They can't make me wait much longer before I get angry. Well, you know, this is, I have mixed feelings about it. I I feel like it should have came out earlier. A long time ago? Yes. And the main reason why I say that is because um, I picked up Destiny originally back in in beta form. Right. And then I picked it, and then I played it, uh, you know, year one. I don't even think I played year one. I think I played year one. Yeah, I definitely had release day, played the crap out of it. It was great. Yeah, and and for me it was fun, but I got bored of it really quickly. The uh, grind what ke- killed it for me, right? And it's not necessarily their fault. Uh, it is an MMO no, style is. game, and that's expected. My my problem is I need story along with it. I need content, right? And so um, I think this is just like a like a band aid for for Destiny players because they're releasing. They were supposed to release the uh, Destiny two this year. It was supposed to be talked about in E3, and it was supposed to be released out later, quarter three. Right. And no. So they're doing this as kind of like a, sorry, guys, here's like a little peace treating offering for me. And that's what it feels like to me, because you get a couple maps. (coughs) 
Oh, Plus, excuse me. Um, you get a couple maps. You get a couple of uh, new armor. You get a little bit of a, a, you get a cool rocket launcher. Uh, look, you know, I'm not by any means a Destiny expert, that so I don't Gallahorn. understand. I don't you understand don't know that. What is? Nope. Gallahorn was by far the most OP, crazy heavy weapon in the first one. Um, that's why whenever Michael first started playing with us, which if you haven't watched any of our streams or, or anything and heard about Michael, he's like our destiny guru. He walks us through everything like in a Bob Ross style where he's so calm about it. Like it makes it a thousand times easier. Um, yeah. one of the first things I was like, is like, can I get a Gallahorn? And he said, no, because they didn't have a taken King version, which means I would be getting like the shittiest of shitty weapons. Um, so they've unveiled that if you pre-order, you can get Gallahorn a new in a black. Ooh, in black. Um, Otherwise, everybody I, else can get the regular version. You can get the old tier one version or year one version. No, no, no. Um, they get the new version. They just don't get oh, it in black. Oh, it's not up or anything? Right. Oh, so, so long sweet. story short, if you don't pre-order it and you just buy it, you don't get the black edition of the Galahad. Like that. Galhorn or whatever it's called. Um, but if you do pre-order it, you do get the black and silver version. So it's just it's just kind of like a nice nod saying, hey, look, bitches, I spent 30 bucks faster than you did. And look, I the second I read about this, I was like, oh, can I pre-order now? Turns out you can't, by the way. Um, whenever By the time this posts, you won't be able to pre-order it most likely unless they re- unlock it today or tomorrow. Right, so I, I tried pre-ordering, not knowing this, and uh, I mean, I my Microsoft, yeah. it's through Microsoft only, apparently, at least at this point in time. I'm cool with that, and, and me too. But the only problem was it kept crashing the site, so I'm like, sons of bitches. Oh, see, that's the difference. I forgot you have a physical copy of Destiny, correct? Yes, I do. Oh yeah, I bought the digital deluxe. No, no, so I the bought the only way I'm going to pre-order is through the digital stores, and. Until that's happening, I'm I'm not. No, I'm so I'm. You can still pre-order and buy digital. Yeah, I know, but I'm not gonna throw in a random physical disc at this point. I'm just well, it's too late now digital. for me. It's kind of like okay, well, <laughs> You're whatever. Screwed. Either way, yeah. Um, a little background on it: uh, Destiny Rise of Iron. If you haven't heard the word "iron" be used a lot in Destiny, apparently you might be deaf uh, or no dead. Offense our, no offense to our deaf listeners, which makes no sense. Um, the Iron Banner is a celebration of the Iron Lords who, uh, reclaimed the last city of earth, uh, which is Russia, which is where you started, um, and got in connection with the tower. Um, apparently there's only one of them left and it's, uh, I can't remember if it's Lord Shacks. I think it is Saladin Saladin, who is the person that does the Iron Banner. Uh, which just ended last week or the week before? The week before. We have a video up on our YouTube channel of us playing the Iron Banner. It worked out very well for me. Gold! Yeah. Um, and it will be a new quest on Earth, a new social place, which is like the Tower or the Reef on Earth. Um, of course, the most exciting thing for most Destiny people is going to be New Raid. Like, that's what people care about. That is the the highlight of destiny at this point. Well, I mean, and, and they had to do a new raid or else how are oh, you yeah. going to get all the new guns? You were never going to, you were never going to convince people to spend $30 if they were not going to throw in a new raid. 
Right. I mean, not just because you get a couple new, I mean, well, not thirty dollars, definitely fifteen or twenty, because right. people people will people will buy whatever the hell they want. Look. So speaking of buying whatever they want from Destiny, um, I was looking on the Xbox Store while I was wait while I was doing research for the podcast. Um, yes, we research for this podcast. No, we don't just ad lib everything. Well, maybe um, you don't. I I'm the one that does the news, so I have to research. <laughs> um, I I noticed that there is a there's three items in the Xbox Store called the Hunter Pack, the Titan Pack, and the Warlock Pack. Have you seen these, David? Yes, I have. Did you see how much they cost? Yeah, they're like twenty bucks. No, they're thirty dollars. Oh shit! Okay, to just buy a character. Well, it's a leveled up character, isn't it? It's a, you know, all it is, right? It's a, it's a one of those characters plus the spark of light. That's all it is. Oh, so so basically, what we got for free for what you get for buying the Taken King, you get again for twenty five dollars or thirty dollars. Well, I mean, I get that. I mean, it, I don't. Well, think about it, dude. How, okay, how much? Okay, let's say hypothetically, you only get paid ten dollars an hour. Okay. Now, would you rather spend? Three hours of work, or would you rather grind for the next three, four days? Uh, I would rather get more value out of the game that I bought by continually playing it to improve myself. I understand what you're saying in theory. I know where you're going from, and I totally understand it. And we've had this discussion before. Like Whenever we talk about me playing NBA 2K, I pay to advance my character so I don't get destroyed. Um. It's a similar thing, and I totally agree. It's, that it's Bungie's right to do it, whatever. I just think it's funny that they're charging that much for it. No, I and completely it agree. I, well, um, you know, you just got to remember, Todd, it's not just about the fact that it, you're paying 30 bucks to avoid the first half of the game. Which was god-awful, I understand. Um, <laughs> you get levels, you get look, you get weapons, and you get to avoid the first half of the game. If win, they, win, 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 win. If they put out a thing that was like, for $2, we will level you up one level. I would have bought like eight of those back in the day for Kevin. Because, God, we need him at level 40 at this point. Because he's getting his ass kicked, and we need a full team for these new raids that are coming. Yeah, but he's, you know, 29, 39, I mean. He's 39 now. It's because we did a bunch of strikes. Um, but back to the Rise of Iron, I, I'm really excited about it. It's something new. Like, granted, we're playing the old, old stuff as new. Like, we attempted, attempted with air quotes, Vault of Glass, which was the first raid. Uh, what? That was so dumb. Ago. We, yeah. I don't think we still completed it, have we? Never we completed it. We got to the confluxes, and then we stopped. Well, yeah, because we ran out of people and ability. We kept dying. Um, so I, I'm super excited for it. Like, this is my jam. This is the game that we all bond over. Like, this is the game that we tend to all enjoy the most. Um, granted, I'm, I am pushing Overwatch on y'all, but none of y'all seem to bite at it. And half of y'all would buy it on console and just piss me off. Mm-hmm. Um, but Destiny sen- tends to be the one game. And a new expansion that we can jump in in the beginning will be uh, pretty damn awesome. Uh, I completely agree. Oh, no. Um, I think it looks good. My only complete pissed off moment is that I don't get a wolf. No, no wolf. See, that's what? bullshit. I want there, a fucking pet. There was a rumor of one of the ultimates like summoning wolves. 
There was a rumor of because he has, if you notice in the logo, a fire hammer that uh, one of the subclasses or an axe. I'm sorry, one of the subclasses for I assume he's a titan from the look of him. Um, was he summons fire wolves with an axe, which would be badass, which would once again confirm that Titan is the best class. Oh, psh, piss posh. <laughs> yeah, um, look at the kill count and keep telling me that. Look, man, I support, I'm a support guy. Like, without my orbs, <laughs> we're not going to get in this argument. Uh, watch the watch the latest Let's Play with uh, Kevin, David, and myself, and, and you'll see like the nonsense that occurs whenever I play as a Titan and just punch things. It, <laughs> it gets to a really absurd level and you're just like, I don't think this is fair anymore. Well, it's, it's really funny it's because fun. you'll sit there and you'll produce a bunch of orbs Yep. and then I'll super and then I'll produce a bunch of orbs. I and we just kind of trade off this entire yeah, it's time. Great. It's pretty great. Um, so like I said, we're, we're super excited about it here at press Start gaming. Um, any other games they haven't really re- talked about anything else because it's still pre E three at this point, right? Yeah, though th- that was only the couple of things. Um, Xbox announced that they were release uh, reducing pricing once again. Um, uh, pre E three, and I think it has a lot to do with what's coming up next. All so, do you know about all the rumors yet, Todd? Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of the rumors. I, I try not to delve into them because all they do is piss me off. Like, oh, look that that console that i bought less than two years ago they've already replaced it um, <laughs> well i mean they've done that with the xbox 360 several right, times right and, and they, it, they did that but it wasn't a major upgrade and i think 4k is a major upgrade well that's like, only that, for the first version of the well, so apparently okay. there's going to be two versions of the xbox one there's going to be the xbox right. slim which Follows the traditional upgrade <laughs> platform of 360, where they just no, change the form factor, update the wireless card. And, wait, say that again? That follows a traditional upgrade path of just about every company, with the exception of Nintendo. PlayStation right. did it all the time, too. Right, exactly. So what they're doing with the Xbox Slim, if you will, um, is basically they're reducing 40% of the form factor. They, I believe, are going to wireless AC. Ooh. That's um, fancy for my plugged-in through Ethernet Xbox. <laughs> right. Um, they're also supposed to be re- – uh, in- I think they're going to do a couple of hardware changes in the sense where it increases the teraflop output. Ooh, also not interesting to me right now. Not really important enough to really you know push anything right. on, on the slim level anyway. And, uh, of course, supposedly hard drive speed increase. Right. Um, now, what, what we're all talking about with 4K – um, is the Xbox Scorpio, which is uh, not not necessarily what they're going to call it. Uh, Scorpio happens to be their uh, program name. Hmm. I'm neither here nor there on that name. I'm yeah. Well, it, it is. It's. It is just a. It, it is just their name for for the program or the the. The I don't even want to know what to call Their it. Upgrade path, I guess. I don't know if it's necessarily an upgrade path. Is more just like I don't think it's the name of the console. I think it's just the name of the program. Kind of like you know how Android has um, you know the Android L, and then it ends up being Lollipop. Lollipop. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just the name of the uh, of the 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 project. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we're not gonna dive into crazy rumors because we know that that real information is gonna come out within the next week and a half or so. Um, and we will be doing, by the way, if you don't know, prepare yourselves 
because you're going to have to deal with our voices a whole lot within the next two weeks um, between E3, all the pre-E3 conferences. Dave and Jeff have WWDC to deal with. Oh, yeah. It's just too much. Um, oh so yeah, it's like everything's you, kind of plopping down at once, and then they're like, "Hey, let's let's all." Of course, you know us being really ge- ge- pure geniuses on our part. Let's do a gaming podcast, and then we're like, yep. "Okay, well, because the gaming podcast, you know, only releases once a week, let's go ahead and do a, uh, something else on top of that to occupy our time." And now it's all colliding into one big blob of oh crap. Yeah, you done, you done goofed on that. Um, oh well. So if you like the sound of our voice, enjoy. Your podcast player will be full of our voices. I'm so, so sorry. If you hate our voice, why are you listening? But also, our your podcast player will be filled with uh, our voice. Um, so we're actually going to wrap. This is just a small little episode um, just to talk about some news that we saw today. And we want to get it out there and get y'all's opinions. Uh, we're going to be putting this on our YouTube channel. We're going to be putting this our Twitch channel, we're going to be putting this on every freaking possible method for you to give us some feedback about what you like, um, what you want to see from E3. Um, people that give us good info will either, I might be giving away some games, we'll invite you to play with us in random things, uh, we, we'll let you make fun of David while he streams Watch Dogs, like all these are possibilities. So, uh, Oh, gee, thanks. All right. Hey, man, it's a surprise that people clearly want, or maybe just me, whatever. All right, uh, that's it for this episode. Um, once again, my name is Todd Harden, and I'm joined by David. Yeah, hey, um, yeah, that's me. That, that's him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back with more E3 news as it comes to us. Have a good night. Bye. Music. Dun-dun-dun-dun.